Utah. I am your host, Jose. With me tonight are Brad and Junie. What's up, guys? It's it's draft time. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, not fantasy football draft. It's no, no. actual draft. And there's one thing I love. It's mock drafting. Yep. Exciting time picks. for the NFL. We're going we're gonna to go through all of them. And we're going to take turns. And we're going to rotate to make it go um, faster and smoother. And uh, we'll see how accurate we are, you know. Uh, I know, I know, Junie and I will have some good picks. You know, Brad, I'm not so sure about, but you know, we'll we'll try our best. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely try. Yeah, yeah. All right, so so let's begin. Brad, you are on the clock. You are the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, uh, minus Urban Meyer. Um, you know, if Urban Meyer was here, I don't think he'd make this pick. But first round, first pick, I believe the Jacksonville Jaguars will select defensive end Aiden Hutchinson, Michigan. You know, it just fills a need that they have. They have to get a pass rush going there. They just have so many needs that they have to fill on that team. And I think the premium is on pass rushers. Yeah, great pick. Uh, 6'6", 261. Um Good off the get-go, excellent uh, acceleration, disruptive. Um, arguably the best defensive player in the draft or the best uh, defensive lineman in the draft, um, ready to play immediately. I think, uh, you know, he's a, he's a good pick for them. Yeah. Agree. But, Brad, what do you think has separated Aiden Hutchinson from um, Kayvon? Is it Thibodeux? Uh, yeah, I believe it's Thibodeau, Thibodeau. Um, honestly, I don't think there is much separation between the two. I just think he had the better year last year and he had enough hype going into the draft. He just got hot lucky. Um, you know, he just got hot when it mattered the most. And that's why I think he's going first. I, I think all the hype is behind Aiden. Okay, so we have the first pick in the in the rear view mirror, and now it's time for pick number two. Junie, you are on the clock. You are the Detroit Lions. Okay, so with the the Detroit Lions, uh, we're looking at needs. Quarterback, obviously. Um, Jared Goff is not the answer. They need linebacker help. They need uh, secondary help. Um, they went offensive line last year in the first round i think this year they go defensive line um and they add um with the second pick the detroit lions select Kayvon thibodeau oregon wow wow right oregon university wow uh, the reason being i i think he is uh he has all the talent in the world uh he's very similar or they compare him to khalil mack which is um, uh, a great comparison from what I've seen of his tape. Uh, this guy is has speed. He has power. Um, the only thing that worries me is his motor, uh, a la uh, Jadavion Clowney. So um, I think he could be a, a very good player for the Lions. I, I know they need help on the defensive end or, the, or on the defense, and uh, I think this is where they go. Yeah, I mean, second pick. Already a wrench has been thrown into the to this mock draft. Um, you know, all the experts don't see it going this way, but 
if it went this way, I think a lot of teams would be scrambling their draft board. We might see a lot of trades if, you know, it pans out this way. Yeah. But yeah, Thibodeau was one of those dudes who going into this year, a lot of people were saying he was the best player in this draft. Um, how far he's dropped, I don't know. But if he goes number two, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be all that surprised, but it would be shocking. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, I liked him. I thought, you know, like, especially with all the chatter about him last year, I thought he would easily be the first pick this year, especially because we knew there was no top receiver worthy of going one and no top, top QB worthy of going one. And Jacksonville already has a, a QB. So we knew that if they stayed at one, they wouldn't be drafting a quarterback. So, like, I figured it was a home run for him as long as he had a good year. But then he kind of had an up and down um, year. And I feel like he makes me kind of think of Mario Williams and, like Junie mentioned, Jadavian Clowney. Like, you know, guys that went at one, they had all the talent in the world. But, you know, you kind of you have questions about that motor and their, and that their willingness to, to be great. Because you could have all the talent in the world but it does not mean that that is going to translate to becoming a top NFL player. Well, I mean, you got to remember they have Dan Campbell, so kneecaps, everything is going. So, I mean, if you got a coach like that, who's fiery and, you know, yeah, you better not show up guy. to training camp and not have a, not have the desire to be the best. Cause like, right. Right. If I play for Dan Campbell, man, I'd be, I'd be trying Running to max out in the weight room every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he is definitely one of those coaches. So yeah, I mean, definitely interesting pick at at two. Um, so now that makes me the Houston Texans. We are on the board. We are a mess of a franchise. Um, our quarterback um, molested twenty two different um, massage therapists all around the Houston area, and now he has gone to Cleveland to do the same. Um, oh, so no. now we, we, we are left with a big mess That's to clean awful, up here man. in Houston. <laughs> I mean, if he's done it 22 times in Houston, do we really think that he's learned his lesson and it's going to stop doing it? Yeah. That's... <laughs> I mean, and, and he said he did nothing wrong. So, I mean, he clearly feels like whatever he's been doing in Houston is just fine. So, I mean, you know, Cleveland therapists don't book him. Um, so, yeah, you know, Houston, we are on the board. Um, they have needs everywhere. Um, I do like I, I do like Mills. Um, many um, of the experts are saying that he would be the top QB taken in this draft. Came from Stanford, which already has my respect. Very reputable program. So, you know, he's a uh, he, he knows the game, the ins and outs. And with the mess that Houston was, he really seemed to settle in by the end of the year. So QB, to me, is not an urgent need for them. They have needs everywhere, but I feel like the top of this draft is very defensive line heavy. So sticking with defensive line, with the number three pick, the Houston Texans select Trayvon Walker, defensive end, Georgia. Wow, he, we're going three DEs. That's crazy. Wow. I mean, uh, we got to think about, um, you know, the division that that um, Houston is in. I mean, it's up for the taking. You got to sur- you got to make that team. You got to make that team. You know, you have to you have to surround it with talent. And you throw Trayvon Walker into any defense, 
and it instantly becomes more aggressive and, and more dangerous up front. He gets to the quarterback. I mean, he played at Georgia. I mean, we, we saw that defense at Georgia, and he was their top dog. Like, you know, he gets to the quarterback, has speed off the edge. I I think that that'll help them, you know, yeah. the AFC South. I mean, here this is one of those guys I've seen him slated as the number one pick on some mock drafts. Not a lot, a few. Um, people have the hype is on this guy definitely and if it if the nfl draft pans out to the first three picks going defensive end i mean that just tells you that you know there is a strong counter to this quarterback driven league and teams are looking to go you know and get pressure and if it happens i think at this point if i'm the jets i am you know I'm seeing if I could trade down if possible. If not, I'm staying where I where I am. See if there's a player I like. Maybe move back a couple of spots. See if he's see if he's still there. But yeah, definitely an interesting draft so far. You know, what's mocking it. But I do like Trayvon Walker. So now back to you, Brad. Yeah, with the uh number fourth pick, the New York Jets. Um you, they've they've definitely got needs. Um, wide receiver, linebacker, corner. Um, when you leave it like this, um, we probably have the best secondary player still on the board. Probably the best linebacker still on the board. So you get you do have your pick, and I think if this player falls to them, I think they take him. I'd go Derek. Stingley Jr., cornerback, LSU. I think he fills needs for them. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of people had him going before this, but if he falls to them, I think he's too hard to pass up. And I, I think it really starts a run of things to follow. Trades, um, you know, teams looking to move up, maybe to grab a player, maybe moving into the late first round. Interesting yeah. pick, Brad. Um, you would have gone wide receiver at four? You know, going wide receiver at four would have been what I would have done. But Derek Stingley just has such a high grade. You can't pass him at four. I think that with this run, you're, these wide receivers are likely going to drop, and you might be able to trade back in to the first round and get the wide receiver you like. Yeah, I, um, I I, I like this pick, Brad. I, th- I think this is a um, a need that the Jets need to fill. I think uh, Stingley is is a playmaker. I think he's very uh, comparable to uh, a Marcus Peters, uh, ball hawk. Um, he has that ability to change the game in terms of you know making that interception. Um, and uh, I think I think he's a good pick for them. Yeah, especially with. Uh, um... Tyreek Hill coming to Miami. You're going to need someone to cover him. Yeah, absolutely. So that brings us to you, Junie. You are the Giants. I'm sure I'm that makes Giants. you happy. <laughs> Good old uh, big, uh, big blue, right? Um, mm-hmm. So the Giants, so the Giants need help in, in, in a lot of areas. Um, O-line, uh, wide receiver, um, edge, uh, linebacker, um, O-line. O-line, yeah. 
so for this pick, um, I am going to take uh, the tackle out of Alabama, Evan O'Neill, or Evan Neal, I'm sorry, um, to help that O-line. Uh, I think they are gonna, going to move forward with Daniel Jones. I think they need to set him up for and success. they got to keep him upright. Yeah, they got to keep him upright. I, they drafted Andrew Thomas uh, last year, and he wasn't that great. So I think they need to uh, fill that line with solid um, line help to help not only Daniel Jones, but also Saquon Barkley. Uh, they need to keep him healthy. And, you know, the only way to keep those guys intact is to draft uh, offensive linemen. So I'm going Evan Neal, Alabama. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, when you take a look at this dude, this dude is a specimen. I mean, he's 6'8", 337, but he's built like, you know, you'd have to compare him to uh, Tyrone out of, you know, Dallas. He doesn't look like he should be 337. He's like a muscular 337, which is scary. Uh, He's only allowed 24 pressures over the past two years, you know, playing between left and right tackle. Um, if there's one thing Saban does is, you know, he does produce quality linemen. Um, definitely a good pick. Um, yeah, I, I think if you're the the Giants, getting that offensive line help will make it easier in the future to draft a quarterback. Because let's be honest, Daniel Jones is not the answer. No, I mean – for him to have been the answer, he he would have had to have been better protected over the last three years. Dude's banged up, man. Yeah. He's got a bad neck, you know. Like, I mean, he's had to miss because of a knee, too. Like, I mean, he's just gotten beat up, man. You can't put it all on him. He, I feel like he does have talent, but it's like how much of him is left, you know? Yeah, and, and like, yeah, and I think Evan Neal will do a lot to keep him upright. So now I that brings it to me, and I am the Carolina Panthers. Boy, is this where the first quarterback comes off the board? Dun dun dun. With the sixth pick in the NFL draft, the Carolina Panthers select Malik Willis, quarterback Liberty. If you're gonna take a chance on the quarterback, I think Malik Willis is the one. Like, I mean. And they might as well go for it, man. I mean, come on, like, can't go. You can't go another year with Sam Darnold as your quarterback. I know you love him, Brad, but that's that's just, you know, call it what it is. He's a bust. He's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's not going to be. Like, he just is what it is. You know, it's like Matt Barkley, career backup, and I don't even know how many teams would want Sam Darnold as a backup right now because he hasn't really proven to really be able to do much on the field when he is on there too many turnovers and so i think they got to take this chance malik willis is a dual threat quarterback he he can beat you with his legs and his arm i i think it's a no-brainer yeah i mean uh, malik willis yeah he does have the arm i mean he he has all the talent i think it's just a a draft that's lacking that top end talent and you're just going to have to pay the price. If you are a team that needs a quarterback and you know, Malik Willis has the most upside. If you're going to go this early, I think, yeah, Malik Willis is the right pick. Yeah. I think the Panthers have to 
they have to go for a quarterback at this point. I mean, Matt Rule is on the hot seat. Let's face it. Um, Sam Darnold is not the answer. Uh, Malik Willis has the most upside in terms of the quarterbacks in this year's draft, but that's not saying a lot. Um, Malik Willis is, is I, I would say he's a lesser version of Jalen Hurts, um, which is um, not saying a lot too. I mean, Jalen Hurts is a decent quarterback, but um, I think uh, with Malik Willis, I think, I think he has to be in the right system. Uh, he's 6'1", 215. Uh, his, his college stats weren't that, that impressive, even though he played at Liberty. I feel like usually those guys who play at smaller schools have gaudy numbers, uh, like Carson Wentz and um, other quarterbacks. But um, I just feel like he, at this point, um, will have to be Carolina's pick just because he's the, the best out of, you know, a bad bunch. And that brings us back to you, Brad. You are the number seven pick. Oh, we are going back to the G-Men, huh? The G-Men. In New York. Mm -hmm. um, we know they need everything, so yeah, it's I mean, be hard. If it plays out like this, I think the G-Men have to be licking their chops. Um, I think you can go multiple ways. And, you know, just looking at this mock draft, I'm really tempted just to go with a Charles Cross. I think if you take two tackles, um, you solidify your offensive line for the next coming mm -hmm. years. Um, but we all know that the G-Men don't operate that way. And no. That's where I would go, but with the seventh pick in the 2022 draft, the New York Giants select Sauce Gardner, corner, Oof. Cincinnati. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he's just a flashy pick. W what's he allowed? Zero touchdowns uh, that he claims throughout his career. Um, I think he's one of these dudes. He could be, be very special. And, you know, if you can get a lockdown corner, they're definitely a lot harder to come by than any other position. I think you have to go that way. Um, yeah. Sauce Gardner pick seven. And interesting pick. You know, he's got the, he's got the mouth of Deion Sanders, but the skill set of like, um, what's his name? Uh, Carr from the, the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I, I think he's good, but I don't think he's great. I don't think he's at that Deion level where he can back up the talk. Um, like, I think he's going to be one of those dudes that's going to really agitate top top wide receivers. He's going to try to pull the, the the listing like Chad Johnson used to, but now it's going to be reversed. You know, it's going to be on the defensive side, and I think it's going to cost him. Um, I think he's going to get burned a lot because he is so arrogant. Hopefully, you know, when as a rookie he gets beat a lot, it, it helps him to become a better player. But we'll see, you know. Like, this isn't Cincinnati anymore. This is the NFL, so... See if we can back up the talk. Yeah. Best name in the draft, Sauce. Uh, 6'3", 200 pounds, big corner, physical. Um, I think I think that's a great pick. I think that um, I think that fills a need for the Giants. Um, it helps them in terms of their defense. Um, NFC East, you know, you got guys like, you know, Terry McLaurin. Um, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on. Uh, the guy in Dallas right now, um, CD Lamb. CD Lamb, yeah, CD Lamb. Yeah. So I mean, Terry McLaurin. Yep, they got some good receivers out there. So I think this is a great pick. Yeah, you know, but I agree with Brad though. I would have gone with the offensive lineman cross because, you know, we want we want Daniel Jones to be able to pick up his grandkids when he's you know in his fifties. You know, 
And at this rate, if he keeps getting hit the way he is, man, that poor man, he's he's gonna be hurting every time he gets up. Yeah, <laughs> after I mean, football. we don't we don't know what to expect out of this regime in uh in the Giants. You know, smart money says Charles Cross. If you can go two offensive linemen just draft, I would, but I think Sask Gardner's too hard to pass out. Junie, you are the eighth pick. Alrighty, so with the eighth pick, uh, it's the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, team needs quarterback, obviously no Matt Ryan anymore. Guard, center, defensive line, cornerback. Um, I did want to go Sauce Gardner for this pick, but he's off the board. Um, so I will go um, offensive line because there's no quarterback worth drafting at this point this early. So with the eighth pick, the Atlanta Falcons take Ekem Eko. Equanu, tackle. Equanu, yeah, Equanu. I I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, North Carolina State. Um, I think the Falcons need to you know start rebuilding, obviously, because you know they don't have much. And I think the way to do that is to start with your lines, your offensive line, or your defensive line. Yes. Um, especially when there's no franchise quarterback on the board. Uh, they have Kyle Pitts. They have um uh what's his name Akias. Akias. and then uh why can't i think of his name i'm i'm so i'm blinking right now um the running back wide receiver cordell um, oh, Cor- oh cordell, cordell patterson. patterson yeah cordell patterson so they have offensive pieces that they can use but they need to start building those lines up so that way when they draft the quarterback they'll be set yeah because mariota is like a one-year rental yeah when you need everything you have to just you know you can't try to fix everything in a day like the bucks are still going to control the south for one or two more years so they have time they might as well now start solidifying everything else and building up a team again like they did you know 10 15 years ago so yeah i mean i think it's a solid pick offensive lineman's never a bad um way to start rebuilding your your squad i don't know what you think brad no i like it i mean you can't go wrong with you know, players in the trenches. Ultimately, that's where this game is won or lost. Um, if you can't keep your quarterback upright, you're going to lose. And if you can't get to the quarterback and get that pressure, you're going to lose. Um, you know, it's not a win now mentality. We're looking and building towards the future. Um, they can't win now with, you know, their current QB situation. So I like it. I think going tackle is a smart move here. I agree. And now that that brings us to who does that bring me to? Who am I now? Pick I number am, nine, Seattle pick Seahawks. Number nine, the Seattle Seahawks. Man, when is the last time Seattle even had a first round pick? They usually like trading out of the first round because it's in the twenties, and they just got done being at least in like the second round of the playoffs, and now they didn't even make the postseason. This is crazy. They have a top 10 pick. Um, boy, Seattle's another team that, you know, they kind of let everything go. You know, they 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 got rid of their quarterback. They got rid of their all-star defender, defensive player. There is no quarterback that they can take here. So I think you work on solidifying that defense again. They need to, they need to go back to what made them a great team, and that was the Legion of Boom. So with the ninth pick in the NFL draft, the Seattle Seahawks take 
Jermaine Johnson, defensive end, Florida State. Another deep, another another defensive lineman. But you know, Brad, you have to start somewhere, and especially like Trey Lance. You have Trey Lance, Matthew Stafford. You know, like you you have and and Kyler Murray if. He's, he's off his tam- temper tantrum by the time the season starts. You have three really good quarterbacks that this Seattle Seahawks team is going to really struggle against if they can't get after the quarterback. This is a good way to start. They have a long way to go. I think that they're gonna, there's going to be some crying pains in Seattle, but at least, you know, they'll have a good building piece here. Yeah, I mean, if it plays out like this, I mean, what do we have? We have four D linemen going in the first nine picks. That would be quite, you know, that would be quite something if it actually panned out this way. Um, you know, PKL is one of those guys. He drafts who he likes. He doesn't draft based off of grades. He he has a scheme and a fit in mind. And if you fit it, doesn't matter where you're at or what you're graded. If you're available and if he if he likes you, he's gonna take you. Um, yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, it sucks this year though. No Gruden, so that means the Raiders might actually draft somebody with the first round grade. Yeah, I mean we'll see. <laughs> so that brings us back to you, Brad, with the number ten pick. You know, if I'm the Jets here. And if I'm the rest of the league, I'm sort of scratching my head, wondering what's happening. Where is this run of wide receivers? Um, you know, you might be able to trade down and still be able to get, you know, a wide receiver that you like. Um, but if it pans out this way and if I'm the Jets, there's no way I'm passing up on who I consider to be the best wide receiver in this draft. Um so with the 10th pick in the 2022 draft, the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 select wide receiver, Alabama, Jameson Williams. Um, you know, obviously the big question mark is his injury, but I think this dude is, he just has it. Um, you know, if he clears medical, which they're going to have to, you know, do their due diligence on, I think this dude has all the makings in that systems to be a true number one. Um, you know, he'll do everything in that offense. I like it. I like it. it I, I mean, I, I disagree. I don't think he's the best wide receiver in the draft, but I think he's uh, definitely up there. Uh, the ACL um, is kind of scary, but I mean, at the same time, those type of injuries are easy to come back from now. Um, and it is the Jets. Yeah. And the the real scary thing about it is, you know, it wasn't early in the season. It was in the national championship. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, it's still a fresh injury. You may not get them for, you know, the start of the year. You may get them halfway through the year, like October, November, but yeah, he's one of those guys where, um, if you like him, go and get him. Right, right. Somehow. You have landed the camp commanders with the 11th pick. Yes, yes. Um, many needs. Um, offensive line guard, center, linebacker, wide receiver. You know, we just need playmakers. Um, a lot of great talent still on the board. Kyle Hamilton, 
a lot of great wide receivers. Um, but you know what? This league is about the um, skill players, the uh, you know players who can who can make plays. Uh, Cincinnati, uh, Jamar Chase, uh, Justin Jefferson, Minnesota. I mean, a lot of these wide receivers are able to go from college to the pros easily now and, and, and make that transition. Um, and they make a big difference. Uh, we, we, we get Carson Wentz in the offseason. We get our franchise quarterback. Uh, we have Terry McLaurin. We have um, Logan Thomas. We have Antonio Gibson. Uh, we have Curtis Samuels, who's coming off that groin injury. Um, I think we're going to add another piece uh, with the 11th pick in the 2022 NFL draft. The Washington commanders take the best wide receiver in the draft, Drake London out of USC. Um, I'm surprised Brad doesn't think he's the best wide receiver in the draft, but um, big receiver, 6'5", 210. I had a great season last year, 88 receptions, 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns, big body. Uh, his NFL comparison is Mike Evans, which is, which is pretty good. Um, I think he will be the perfect um, complement to Terry McLaurin. Um, we need a, a guy who can, um, who can uh, you know, get those jump balls, who can you know, create those mis uh, mismatches in the end zone. Um, he is in, in terms of speed, he has speed, but it's not elite. But in terms of his separation, he gets separation. Uh, he has really good hands. Um, I think he'll be great for uh, the commanders. Uh, and you know, to win, you need you need offense. And I think this is the right move if if the commanders want to win. Yeah, Drake London is my favorite player in this draft. I mean, just watching him, um, you know, I think he definitely has the highest <laughs> ceiling. Um, but I don't know. I don't believe he's as polished as Jamison Williams is currently. And yeah, I mean, if we're taking a look at fit, um, you get Drake London one on one out there since Terry is going to command, you know, double coverage. Um, I think that that's going to be a nightmare for teams in that, you know, in the red Absolutely. zone, 25 yards out, just throw it up to him. I think I think he's going to move the chains for the commanders, um, especially if you know they get into the they typically get into those medium third downs you know third and seven third and six and i think he's just you know we're not looking to get separation 10 yards down the field you know just get off the line and snag it out of the air real quick and just get the first down and keep chain moving so i, th I think he'll definitely fit into the system yeah that's going to be no excuses now for uh, carson Wentz. you know he's definitely going to have the weapons <laughs> So that brings us to the 12th pick. I get Minnesota, the Vikings. Boy, they need they need quite a few things, you know. They need help on defense. Um, they need a new quarterback. Um, <laughs> you know, because, you know, I'm going to draft Justin Jefferson again, and I can't be having, you know, little short arm uh, cousins uh, continue to mess with his targets. Uh, on some weeks, <laughs> but Minnesota is going to draft someone that might mess with Justin Jefferson's targets. Despite all the needs they have, they will not pass up on this talent. And with the 12th pick, Minnesota will take Garrett Wilson from the wide receiver, oh, wow. Ohio State. 
and I think it's going to send Adam Thielen packing. I think they're gonna, they'll trade him. But I I don't think you can pass up on Garrett Wilson. If he falls to 12, they either trade out for someone that wants Wilson or they will take him. You got to go with this ta- best talent. Yeah, I mean, after the run on D lineman in this mock draft, I think it's only natural that there is going to be <laughs> a run on wide receivers, especially if they start falling here. You know, um, if not, you can probably get you can probably get a team to move up. I do like Garrett Wilson um, over Olave out of Ohio State. Um, yeah, it, it only makes sense to draft the replacement to Adam Thielen. I like it. Back to you, Brad. Yeah, 13th pick. I mean, Houston Texans, they need everything. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what's new, right? Um, so really, I'm sort of torn here. You have two really good players on the board that I think you can go and get. We we have Charles Cross, tackle on Mississippi State, and we have Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. I think at pick 13, it's a... a it's sort of hard not to go with who I think is the best player in this draft and uh, 13th pick 2022 draft the uh, Houston Texans select Kyle Hamilton safety Notre Dame. Um, you know, I think, I think they're going to go in with a defensive mindset and just draft defensive players. Um, you know, in this mock draft, we have uh, Trayvon Walker, the end going pick three and I think it only makes sense to shore up the back end of that defense. Like it. Yep. Great pick. Um you sure guys think he's defense. yeah, yeah. And he's a he's a ball hawk, you know, big safety. Um you need guys like that in the NFL, especially against uh you know these uh these speedy wide receivers. I mean he has all the skills. The 40 times not there, but he has the speed in terms of the football speed. So that's all that matters. Uh, Cam Chancellor is the NFL comparison to Hamilton, which is uh, not a bad comparison. Um, you know, and yeah. he can he can you know make plays at day one. I mean, he did go to Notre Lame, you know, so that kind of like makes me be a little questionable about just how good he is. But you know what? We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He's pretty good. We'll see. He's worthy of being at thirteen. All right, Junie, that brings us to you. You are the 14th pick. They're ready. Baltimore Ravens are on the clock. Uh, many needs, defensive line, quarter, cornerback, offensive line. Um, at this point, I'm going to go on value, um, and I am going to take uh, Mississippi State tackle Charles Cross um, to shore up that offensive line for, uh, Mr. Uh, Lamar Jackson, um, Charles cross, big, um, lineman, uh, six, five, three, 10, very athletic, uh, quick feet, um, uh, good size. Um, he's, he's very, um, he's very good when it comes to finishing defenders, uh, a lot of upside. Um, I think he, he will fit in with that Ravens team, very physical, um, and once again, uh, Lamar Jackson is uh, who they need to protect. And um, I think that's a good pick for them. Yeah, if there's one thing we know about Harbaugh, is he loves his linemen. And if you are the Baltimore Ravens, if you can get Charles Cross at pick number 14, I think you're, you know, you're absolutely 
ecstatic. Uh, a lot of people had him going before Evan Neal in a lot of mock drafts. So getting him at pick 14, I think is a steal. And Baltimore would be happy if it worked out this way. I agree. Solid pick. You got you got to protect Lamar Jackson, man. Just because he's fast, it doesn't mean that he wants to be running around for his life all game long. We saw that with, you know, um, with Mahomes as well, that just because they're quick and they can move around, it doesn't mean that they want to all the time. And eventually it catches up to you. Mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, solid pick. I like it. Um, and that brings us to the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. I mean, you never make those fans happy. So no matter who they select here, they're probably not. They're not. They're not going to be happy. But the Eagles are another team. They have several holes, but we got to go with a need here. The fans want Devonta Smith to have somebody on the other side, another weapon. So, with the fifteenth okay. pick, the Philadelphia Eagles will select Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. Oof. And welcome to the first bust of this draft. If, if there's one thing I know about Philadelphia, is Philadelphia. It doesn't matter how good a wide receiver they pick, mm-hmm. they just seem to bust them. And if I'm Chris Olave, I'm sort of disappointed that I fell here. Um, I'll be honest with you, it, that that is a tough place to win in, uh, to get you know receptions in. Um, they don't know what they're doing in that wide receiver room. It seems like it. Unfortunately for Chris Olave, um, I like him as a as a talent. Um, him going here is just a curse, and that no, doesn't. It, that's not about him. That's about the franchise in my book. Right. I, JJ Arciago White. I I really like Chris Olave. I I think he um, he has the skills to be elite in the NFL. Uh, very fast. Uh, he's actually from San Diego, which is cool. Um, but I think he will be um, like what Jose, Jose was saying. I think he will compliment um, Mr. Smith on the other side. Um, and um, I think it's a great pick for the Eagles. Yeah. And hopefully it makes Jalen Hurts remember that Devonta Smith is on the other side. Cause you know, it seems like, um, he would remember who Devonta Smith was like every six weeks. Brad, back to you with the 16th pick. Yeah, you know, after this run on wide receivers, I think <laughs> the Saints, unfortunately, um, who I thought Chris Olave would have been a great pick for. And I'm sure Chris Olave was also hoping that he would have <laughs> gone to the Saints. But hey, you know, you got to play for the team that drafts you. Um, that's the beauty of this You're league. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Saints have a bunch of needs, uh, quarterback, wide receiver, tackle. Um, you know, at, at this point, I, I think they just missed out on uh, on the wide receiver run. And, and I think if they couldn't trade up, uh, they'd likely look to uh, move down. But at this point, if I am... New Orleans. I'm going to go to tackle and I'm going to, and I'm going to reach. Um, I think he's going later in most drafts, but I'm going to select the tackle out of central Michigan, Bernard Raymond. Um, you know, I'm sure that they're going to do their homework on their linemen. 
the saints always do their homework and, and, and they understand the value of alignment and, you know, He's also a, a multi-threat talent. Uh, we know how much the Saints sort of value that. Um, two, three years ago, he was playing uh, tight end. Now he has a legitimate shot, you know, going in the first round. Um, I I think it's it's definitely a lot of raw talent there, and they, sh- they should be able to uh, develop something there. Um, yeah. I think they just missed out on the wide receiver run and they're just taking value at this point. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the first reach major reach in this draft. Now on to you, Junie, you are the 17th pick. The 17th pick. Uh, is the San Diego, or I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, in terms of team needs, we're looking at uh, wide receiver, which that's kind of a head scratcher because you got uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams already, uh, tackle, and then cornerback. Um, if I'm the Chargers uh, with pick 17, you're playing in the AFC West. You know, you have a lot of uh, offensive firepower. You got Russell Wilson there now, you got Devontae Adams. Um, so in terms of, and then obviously you got the Chiefs, uh, but in terms of that pick, um, I, I am, I'm going to go cornerback, uh, uh, Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. Um, I yeah, I like him too. I think he uh, fits their system. Um, 5'11", 195, very fast. Um, you're going to need bodies to cover these wide receivers. Um, it's going to be a very competitive division and, um, you're going to need uh, cornerbacks and you're going to need wide receivers. And I think this is uh, where they go. Yeah, I, I like this pick a lot. The local kid, I remember watching him play uh, St. John Bosco uh, down in, I believe, Westminster, L.A. Um, you know, highly recruited out of uh, high school. I, I think the talent is definitely there. And like you said, if you're playing in the AFC West, well, we saw what they did this offseason probably the craziest offseason uh, ever for a division. I think you do have to, you know, figure out what you want to do there. Uh, Trent McDuffie, Trent McDuffie, definitely a good pickup. Yeah. More argument here. Um, and he's, you know, Pac-12, so he'll feel right at home in, in the West Coast. Um, that brings me back to the Eagles. Hey, we stay together. Fly, Eagles, fly. Um, wonder what what I could have cooked up my sleeve for this pick. With the 18th pick, the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles select Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, Georgia. Again, another member of that beastly defense. Like, what can go wrong? You know, like, at the very least, if if Chris Olave ends up being a bust, then at least they can get after the quarterback. Yeah, definitely a run stuffer. Um, you know, in the middle, uh, he'll definitely occupy a lot of space, may even command a double team from the offensive line. I, I do like it, especially because, let's be honest, we don't know what that running game is going to look like. Yeah, I like the pick, too. Solid. If he did a wing challenge, guys, how many wings could he eat? Oh, man. Uh, based off of, you know, 
Six three, three forty one. No, 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 Brad. Based off his double chin, I mean, we're looking at fifty wings at least. Yeah, I mean, so he, so he could order a fifty spot at a, at Buffalo Wild Wings and finish yeah. it himself. One thousand. Easy, easy, easy. I mean, if if there was a combine for for Buffalo Wings, he would grade off the charts, my friend. I mean, so if you, so if you put Trent Williams. Jordan Davis, and who would be the third guy you would pick to f- clean out an all-you-can-eat buffet? Antoine Walker. Ooh, ooh. Um, you know, I think I would actually throw a curveball out there, and I am going head coach, Ken City, Andy Reid. I think. You I think, think he can dudes, eat that much? Oh. He's a burger. He's a burger guy, though. I don't. I don't think he's a wing uh, guy. Yeah, you, you're. You're right. I. I do think he'll put up a challenge, though. Yeah. Who makes the best brisket? Oof. I don't know. That's, Texas? that's a tough question. Yeah. Well, back to the draft. Um, that that brings us to the number nineteen pick. Brad, you get New Orleans again. What? What are the chances? Oh, uh, you know, New Orleans is. If I'm honestly, if I'm New Orleans, I think I might be looking to trade back out of this position, but you know, definitely still a lot of needs out there. Uh, quarterback, wide receiver, um, tackle. Um, at this point, I, you know, this is tough for me, um, but I, I've been seeing this name tossed around in a lot of mock drafts. Apparently he's gaining some steam. Um, pick number 19, I think then Saints take a chance on wide receiver North Dakota State Christian Watson. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, uh, I, I mean, 6'4", 208 pounds. Um, there is a question on, you know, the drops. Um, but I, I think this dude has all the makings of being a legitimate number one. I think he's very raw. Um you know, we haven't, re- he's, I think he hasn't played on similar, on a similar playing field, you know, in North Dakota State, he's probably, you know, the best player out there. Um, it's a good place to take a risk. Yeah. Pick number 19. A big question is, will Michael Thomas be starting opposite, op- opposite? Well, him? will he even be starting? Let's be honest. Or does, does he still have a hamstring injury? We just don't know. Um, but if he does, I, I think that would be quite the duo out there. And hey, he might have the eventual replacement. Yeah, I like it. Junie, the Steelers are on the clock. So Pittsburgh, um, Roethlisberger retires. Uh, Haskins pass, passes away. R.I.P. Um, many needs in terms of the quarterback position. They, they also need help with the offensive line. Um, this might be a curveball. I mean, I, I'm not sure what you guys think, but with the 20th pick, um, no offense to Mitch Trubisky, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Kenny Pickett, quarterback, Pittsburgh. You got to go with the kid, man. You got to go yes, with the kid right. that played at Pittsburgh. Right, right, right. I, I like uh, it. 
I mean, yeah. I think Pittsburgh will be doing cartwheels if this guy, if this kid falls to them. Right. They think that they can mold them into the quarterback that they need. And I, and I believe so too. Mike Tomlin is the perfect coach for him. No, I, I think this, this would be a great fit for him, even though he has the small hands and he wears the two gloves, but uh, you know what, you know, the problem is, is with the small hands is the fumbling. Uh, it seems like he didn't have that issue in college. Uh, 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions in his last year, 4,300 yards. Uh, big quarterback, 6'3", has athleticism. Uh, put that juke on that defender, made a miss, and went, took it all the way to the end zone. Um, I think he has uh, big playability. I don't know how good he is in terms of his, um, his, uh, his deep ball or or his accuracy but um i think uh, mike tomlin can groom him and and, and see um you know maybe they get a qb1 yeah uh definitely playing to the hometown crowd here i think if you are from pittsburgh you are just loving this pick you know you got to see him play in college um you know and and if you're pittsburgh you don't necessarily have to start him right away um you can start him you know eight 10 games into the season or may not even have to start them at all. Um, that's sort of the luxury that you've been, been given if you are Mike Tomlin and, you know, let them learn your system, um, sit them on the bench, get them acclimated, um, hand it off to him next year with, after, you know, figuring out what you have at quarterback and you still have Najee Harris, you still got weapons out there. Definitely a great pick that I think, you know, the city of Pittsburgh will be celebrating. Yes, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, AEW, women's former women's champ. She'll be very happy. She's a Pittsburgh native. So she, she'll be happy with this pick. Um, now the New England Patriots are on the clock. What will Bill Belichick do? Dun, dun, dun. Well, I know what he would like to do, but if I'm drafting for him, I'm going to throw him a curveball. I feel like New England has many needs, and one of them includes wide receiver. So, with the 21st pick, the New England Patriots select Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. Six foot three, big body receiver. You know, maybe he can be what they wanted um, Harris to be. Um, so, I, I, I mean, they have an okay receiving corps, but you got a good quarterback now there. You got Mac Jones. You got to get weapons. You got to do for him what you never did for, for Brady, you know, because I don't think he is Brady. So he, he is actually going to need weapons to be able to function properly in that offense to be able to get them past, like, you know, like the nine, 10 wins. So I, I think that, you know, he's a solid pick for them. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I like it. Um, you know, definitely doesn't fit uh, what Bill Belichick would do. But hey, this is our mock draft. We can do whatever the hell we want. Um, you know, I was yeah, and, may and maybe Bill will be listening to this mock draft, and he'll be like, "Man, Jose is a smart one. He 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 really made me think outside the box here." Yeah, I mean, could very well be. Um, but Traylon Burke, he, he's got he's got speed. He's definitely a burner out there. Um, you know, we'll we'll have to see what happens in that wide receiver offense. Uh, um, you know, we don't know what they're going to do. Um, what Bill Belichick is going to do at wide receiver, 
definitely doesn't fit the mold of the type of receivers that they like to play. Um, but hey, Bill Belichick's always one of those guys to to adapt to the league and you know play with the pieces he has. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that pick too. Um, adds depth to the receiving room. Devontae Parker, uh, Brad's boy, Kendrick Bourne, uh, Jacoby Myers, uh, another another one of Brad's boys, uh, Nelson Aguilar. You know, so they're pretty deep, and and I think that adds another uh, dimension uh, along with yeah. those tight ends. But that's the thing; it's like they're missing that guy that can be the difference maker. They have a lot of like twos and threes. They need a one. Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. I think he's more of a two. (laughs) Brad, back to you. You are the Packers. Yeah, well, the uh, 22nd pick of this draft, the... Boy, before you start, how is the the, um, toe doing? Oh, I don't know. Um, You know, he'll update us throughout the... You know, before preseason, um, will he show us X-rays? Uh, no, he'll just he'll just you know insist that it's okay. Um, you know, he'll just sort of beat around the bush. But you know, the twenty-second pick, the Throw the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers select, not Devonte Adams because they had a wide receiver, but they have to pick one up now. Uh, they're going to pick oh, wide receiver, Penn State, John Dotson. Um, Offensive you know, player? Yeah, I mean, I know, right? Um, Aaron Rodgers. Not a quarterback? John no. Um, you know, that that's probably for round three, day two. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I think John Dotson, he's, he is not Devontae Adams, let's be honest. But I, I think this dude uh, – He's difficult to cover. I think he can do a lot in that offense. Um, he doesn't drop passes, um, which Aaron Rodgers absolutely hates. And if he's smart enough and if he can get onto the same page as Aaron Rodgers, I think that this dude is going to do wonders. And, you know, fantasy football-wise speaking, if John Dotson goes to the Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, he's one of those dudes I'm looking at you know, in the double-digit rounds of fantasy football drafts. like it. It's what they need. You would hope that when they desperately need a wide receiver, they would finally select the wide receiver in the first round. <laughs> yeah, that's why we get to draft these. Who knows what's going to happen, right? Yeah, now, Junie, you get the Cardinals. That is a tough one. Oh, interesting. Interesting pick. Okay, so... Arizona Cardinals, um, they lose Tyson or Tyson Chandler, um, Chandler Jones. Uh, they have needs offensive line, guard center, defensive line, cornerback. Um, they got a bitchy quarterback with Kyler Murray. So what I think they're going to do is they're going to take um, with the 23rd pick, the Arizona Cardinals select Tyler Leader bomb from Iowa center. Um, I think this is a very solid pick. Uh, they need a center. Um, he's from Iowa, 6'3, 290. Um, he's very, he has a very high draft grade, um, athletic, uh, functional, 
very strong hands. Um, I think this is what they need in terms of uh, offensive line help, and he is the best center in the draft. Yeah, I mean, if there was ever, you know, a guy that looked like he should be a center, this is the dude. And according to a lot of, you know, scouting um, websites, probably the best graded center that they've seen in the past five or 10 years. So to get him at pick number 23, um, this could, this guy could very well be a 10 year starter for the Cardinals, you know, calling out, you know, packages, uh, shoring up the protection, definitely a good pick. Um, you know, I, I, I like it. Yeah, me too. You can, Offensive line is always something you got to take care of, and it's a good spot for the Cardinals to do it at. They they have other holes, but this this fills a definite need. And now, woohoo! I get the Dallas Cowboys with the twenty fourth pick. Boy, oh boy! What would what would Jerry Jones do? You know, if we try and get into the mind of Jerry, how does Jerry think? There is like the smart way to go about it. And then there's the Jerry way to go about it. So I'm going to go about it the Jerry way. And with the 24th pick in the NFL draft, the Dallas Cowboys will throw a major curveball here. He is not happy with their lack of success. The Dallas Cowboys select Matt Corral, quarterback. Wow. Old Miss. All right. All right. Yeah. Oof. That happens, you know. Oof. The media in Dallas is going to have wow. a field day. They're gonna pull a Green Bay. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna put the burner on on Dak. On Dak. And Oof. you know, because Matt Corral's not someone that can come in and start day one. But I think that they're going to sit him for – he's going to be there for a couple of years reminding Dak that his seat's not, you know, it's not it's not for sure. Yeah. That's a, that's a major curveball. I mean, especially giving Dak that contract. Uh, yeah, man, uh, if that happens, you know, shit's going to go south. Yeah, I mean, we all know that Jerry does – does what he wants when he wants. There is no one. And let's be real, guys. He does look at Matt Corral. He looks like a Jerry type of quarterback. Yeah, and there's no one that's really going. If Jerry wants him, he's going to get him. No one's going to tell him otherwise. Uh, Matt Corral, uh, again, another local prospect. Um, Ventura played for Long Beach Poly. Um, definitely played in a lot of competitive programs. The talent is there. He's never necessarily lived up to the hype. Um, so that's why I think he's a great fit for Dallas because he's never going to live up to the hype. He's a Jerry player, um, you know, and yeah, you can sit him two to three years and see what you have um, and eventually move on from Dak. Now, how do you guys feel Dak would react to them drafting a quarterback? I think Dak is the ultimate professional. I think secretly he'd be pissed, but at the same time, he knows that he just got paid and it's his job. And you know what? he can go to another team that will contend and will put pieces around him. Um, I think Dak, you know, after the knee jerk initial reaction, I think he'd get over it real quick because it's still his job. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think you would brush it off because I don't think Matt Corral is in his in his league, so I, I don't think it would be a big deal. I think it would be a waste of a pick, and uh, you know what? He would prove prove them. Even though I don't think Dak is in the top five, he's a top ten quarterback. He's he's not top five, but um, he's definitely better than Matt Corral. Yeah, and, and it would bring out a rivalry. Um, you know. Ole Miss versus Mississippi State. Um, oh, oh, yeah, another you know storyline that we can look forward to. That brings us back to you, Brad, with the twenty fifth pick. You know, if we're if I'm the Buffalo Bills at pick number twenty five, there isn't a whole lot of need that I have at this point. You know, I am looking at depth and just taking, um, you know best overall talent on the board so with pick number 25 the buffalo bills select interior defensive end interior defense Devonte white georgia um you georgia, know again yeah, you know, national champs, it's not necessarily, you know, a pick that everyone's gonna say, oh, he's an immediate game changer. But listen, Buffalo Bills are lucky in the fact that that they don't need anyone to play right away or to be in to have that instant impact. You're really looking for depth in this league uh, to make that Super Bowl run. And, you know, if I'm Buffalo, you know, what did we see when it went to overtime? Um, close game. If they could just get some pressure, if they have a fresher D-line, I think it, the game doesn't go to overtime. They just win it outright. Agreed. Yep. Solid pick. Uh, they have all their needs on the offense already. Uh, add more depth, add more uh, playmakers on the defensive line. Uh, I like it. And now it brings us back to you, Junie. You are on the clock, the Tennessee Titans. I am on the clock. Uh, so for the Tennessee Titans, um, a lot of needs. Uh, Julio Jones departs. Um, so wide receivers in need, uh, guard, center, edge. Um, once again, at this point, I am going to go for value. I'm going to take the best available player and my uh, – uh, one of my needs is edge. So at this point with the 26 pick, the Tennessee Titans select George Carl, Carl uh, George Carl for this edge Purdue. Um, he is the best available player on the board. He fits the need. Um, he had 25 uh, tackles, four and a half sacks. Um, he doesn't look like a, um, a crazy defensive end where he puts up all these gaudy stats, but he looks consistent. Um, and I think uh, Tennessee, uh, I don't know. I think it would be good for Tennessee. I'm guessing so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there ever was a dude that embodied what Rabel does and how he played, I mean, this dude definitely fits the mold, not necessarily a guy that you can stick into one position. I think he can play all around. <clears throat> the uh the d line and just fill in where needed um you know it doesn't get hurt this dude just he's just he's just a he's just a gamer put him out there and, and he's gonna do whatever he can 
I, I think Vrabel is going to find a lot of use for him very much, uh, you know, a utility type players player on the defense, maybe even, you know, do a little bit in, in pass coverage. Um, definitely going to use him in the pass rush, which is, you know, a need for them. Yeah. This dude looks like Mike Vrabel. Why not? Yeah. And now the pick that we've all been waiting for. Oh, did, how, how did it end up like this? Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27th. <laughs> the one we've all been waiting for. Boy, you know, our offensive line took a hit this offseason um, through retirement and free agency. So I think it's a no-brainer um, that with the 27th pick in the NFL draft, the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers take Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback Clemson. Oh. I think, right. I think as much as I'd like for them to shore up the offensive line, I think it's more important to shore up that defensive backfield because if if we saw what what cost tampa bay against um the rams in the playoffs it was getting burned on defense um cooper cup you know there that that should have never happened you should that game should have gone to overtime and then whatever happens in overtime happens but you, you you shouldn't get burned on one play like that so i definitely think that this helps to shore up a need and with Carlton Davis back, I think that it makes the Bucks defense that much stronger. Yeah. Um, listen, they're, they're just, uh, you know, as a team, they're right there. They're competing. Uh, they got Tom Brady back, new head coach. Um, it's going to be much of the same, you know, showing up that, that uh, the back end of that defense is definitely – a good thing. There's not much that they have to, you know, do. Um, not a whole lot of need on that team. Brad, back to you. The, you are the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah. I get the Aaron Rodgers pick again. Oof. <laughs> well, you know, if, if I am Aaron Rodgers, I am tying everyone how how good I am and showing everyone how much money I got paid. Um, because you don't have Devontae Adams, I think you sort of have to try and replace him in the aggregate. And, hey, you already spent a first-round pick on a wide receiver. Why not make it two, right? Um, pick 28, uh, the, the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers select wide receiver out of Western Michigan, Sky Moore. Um, you know, very similar to uh, to the last pick, Jahan Dotson. Um, almost same build, same type of wide receiver. Um, but listen, you, we're trying to fill the shoes of probably the best wide receiver over the past five years, and that's not that's not going to be an easy task at all. Um, they didn't make any moves in free agency. They haven't. They there's still time. You, you never know, but if I'm the Green Bay Packers, I am just loading up for this last, you know, two to three years and not giving any excuse for Aaron Rodgers not having enough weapons. Wide receiver, Western Michigan, Sky Moore. Like it. Yep. Junie, you are the Chiefs. 
I am the Chiefs. Uh, Kansas City, big, big offseason loss. Tyreek Hill. Um, they did pick up Juju Smith-Schuster, who was a, who was a, uh, a good pickup, but um, not, not a wide receiver one. Uh, in terms of team needs, wide receiver, defensive line, cornerback. Um, we talked about this earlier. AFC West is stacked. Um, Chargers adding Khalil Mack. Obviously, Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. Um, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. Um, you need offensive firepower. That's the, that's the name of the game. And uh, in terms of the wide receivers left on the board, um, with the 29th pick, the Kansas City Chiefs select George Pickens, uh, wide receiver out of Georgia. Um, 6'3", 195, a big receiver. Um, tore his ACL last spring, um, but has the, the uh, potential to be a wide receiver one. Um, I don't think Pat Mahomes need it, needs a receiver that will, you know, be a wide receiver one right away. I think he will use uh, Juju um, and um, guys like um, Kelsey, you know, that's his wide receiver one. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. And um, what's that other guy's name? Um, why can't I think of his name? Freaking um, uh, McCall Hardman. I think McCall Hardman, um, and then they also have uh, MBS too. So, um, but in this pick, I think they're just going to add more depth. Uh, you're going to need weapons, and I think he's the best available player. And now with the thirtieth pick, we stay with the Chiefs. Um, there's a lot of rumor that they'll trade down um, for a team that wants to select one of the quarterbacks remaining on the board. Um, but if they do keep it. Got to replace the honey badger. They let him go in free agency. So with the 30th pick, the Chiefs select Lewis Kine, Georgia, safety. Yeah, uh, definitely position of need for them. Um, you know, the back end of that defense is just something that you're just going to have to replace. We all know that. You know, as good as they are offensively, they definitely do let up big plays back there. Um, didn't do much in free agency. It's going to be a young, you know, back end. So def he's definitely going to have a learning curve for him in the AFC West. But I, I definitely, I, I, you know, if, if this is the direction that they go, he's the best available safety. Back to you, Brad. 31st pick, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, you know, uh, what's crazy, if we go back to last year's draft, we all would have said that that they had so many needs. But realistically... Not taking Yeah, um, but now, after the Super Bowl run, we all know that they, they're, 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 team. they are a solid team, fairly complete team. Um, if I'm Cincinnati, you know, we, we could... I'm really taking a look at keeping Joe Joey Burrow upright, injury-free for the rest of his career. Um, we could go center. Um, center is a difficult position to draft for. Um, so I'm just going to go guard. You know, I'm going to take the best available guard at this point. Um, Zion Johnson, 
uh, out of Boston College. Uh, he's he's gone right around this place in a lot of mock drafts, mid to early twenties. You know, just just invest in Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow by getting a, another offensive lineman. There's not much else you have to do for that team. I agree. Uh, yeah. Solid pick. Got to keep Joe Burrow healthy, man. That is the franchise right there. And the fact that he actually is willing to be in Cincinnati, like you have got to keep him happy. And if he keeps mm-hmm. getting hit 50, 60 times a year, he's not going to want to be there long term. He wants to make money, but he also wants to be able to walk upright when he's retired. And that brings us to the last pick of the first round. Judy, you are the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions again. Okay, so second pick we went uh, to Bedox, uh, Oregon, defensive defensive end. Uh, with a 32 pick or the 32nd pick, uh, the Detroit Lions are going to go defense again, and we're going to pick the best linebacker in the draft, Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Um, big, big linebacker, 6'3", 235. Uh, eight sacks last year, 66 tackles. Um, very good overall in terms of uh, versus the run in the pass. Uh, has very good range. Uh, you know, he's he's tough, and 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 that's what Dan Campbell's looking for is toughness and 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 just to change that you know that Lions culture around. I think he will add a a, a dimension of toughness to the Lions that they need and. Uh, I think it would be a great pick. Yeah, if I'm Detroit, I like it. I, I think there's ultimate value here. Um, a lot of, you know, the best linebacker in this draft going this late, I think, is a steal. Um, and it, this this is just a weird draft overall. Um, the lack of top end quarterback depth, I think, makes it weird, especially when you have such, you know, such a deep wide receiver, all offensive line and defensive line class um you know it it sort of mucked things around Uh, i don't see a lot of teams willing to spend that much on a quarterback um you know uh, it's definitely a good pick if you're detroit and with that it concludes the first round of the nfl draft try and do it better than us general managers yeah i mean if there's one thing we know is that mock drafts don't get it right, um, not even half the time. And, you know, I, I think that this is as interesting as a draft that we're going to, you're going to ever see. Um, that corral to the, to the Cowboys. Yeah. I think a lot of curveballs and I think a lot of teams are just going, they're taking a look at this draft and not, you know, falling for any of the hype and they're just going to take value where they can. So that's our show, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed wait, our wait, first round wait, draft. Wait, we're not doing rounds two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Um, yes, uh, yeah, that's, that's gonna tomorrow. Be, that, that, that's that's going to be done two. by our B team. B team. So, so we're going to have our our doubles. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be over on the SAP button on the SAP. <laughs> they're going to be in the Espanol channel. So that's on our. Our Quinto Down, that's our Spanish version of our podcast. So you can you can join Georgie, um, Benny, and 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 Juani. 
there are three uh there are three dubbers they yeah, will be doing uh, rounds two through seven uh, you know i am as far as we are from the nfl season it's always great just to see the optimism going into the draft and everyone just either loving their draft or hating their draft yeah. i think it's gonna be a good time and you know that's this is just day one we all know you don't win or lose these drafts the day after you know it's really three or four years down the line that we get unless you're the grade. jaguars and you know you lost mm, before yeah. you even draft but should be a good one um you know then we get to do draft grades you know can the detroit lions let jalen rose do the first pick they could um you know i'm sure that he's so loyal like like he still follows the pistons and the lions like like let that poor man be the one to give out the to make the selection for them but yeah definitely an interesting draft this year i liked our draft honestly i i think we took into account you know how how deep this is for wide receivers and the need for wide receivers yeah 100% so I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we'll see how the how the draft pans out. Everybody, make sure to tune in three three days, right? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Be watching all of it. Hopefully, yeah. All right. Till till next week. It's the fifth down, guys, or the quinto down, if you're listening to our Spanish version, which airs the day after. All right, guys. All right. Have a good one. Adios. <laughs>